Welcome to a new boost for your mission, no more boring learning. This is the Brain Bakery Podcast. Hello, lovely listeners or YouTubers. Yes. So today we're going to share our experiences and stories around how to open a training. Yes. Because opening a training cannot be boring. No, you can't. But also we're discussing, you know, when you transition, so you've done one topic and then you need to go to the next topic or the next subject, making sure that transition isn't boring as well and our people fall asleep. So we're going to be looking at that in a lot of detail. Now, I know there's something that really frustrates you and really gets your goat. Yes. We're going to look at that in a moment Mm. and we're going to discuss it. However, what I do want our listeners to know, we are going to give you three reasons why you should not make this boring. Yes. How much does it help if you pay a little bit of attention to those because very often people already pay a lot of attention to oh I'm going to do this model I'm going to do this exercise and you forget to open that bit in a powerful way and actually what happens when you're doing it it's so clunky it ruins everything else and people remember that bit more Mm. because it was so (laughs) boring (laughs) yes so three reasons and then we're actually going to discuss five ways on how to do it and you're going to share those five ways which is awesome you have the floor to tell us about the ones that are so boring you you have to stop those yeah so very often when people ask me to look at their materials to look at their trainings or to observe a trainer and to you know just with the intention to become better there's so many awesome bits in the training Mm. but then there's no attention to the opening of the transitions and it's horrible (laughs) so the things I never ever 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 Mm. ever want to see again is opening with an introduction round opening with hi my My name is Shanna, blah, blah, blah. Let's start with the first participant on my right-hand side. Let's do a little circle and let everybody introduce themselves. It kills, well, it doesn't literally kill brain cells, but it kills curiosity. It sets mm-hmm. people into in a sleeping mode. You can't do that anymore. It's not interesting. But people might say, actually, we don't know each other. We need to get to know each other. Yes. So surely that's a good way of doing an introduction. Oh. No, what's happening is the first one will go, they will sort of set the stage. So they might go back to 1984 (laughs) and share their whole career. And the next one will try to top that or at least be as important. The fourth one will be asleep until the third one is speaking. The fifth one is planning what they're going to be watching at Netflix tonight. So you might do some introductions, but not in a round, not in a circle and not at the start. You want the start to be relevant. Now, the second thing you don't want to start with is hi, this is the program. From 9 until 10, we shall be doing this. From 10 till 10.15, we will have a break. What that does is people know what is coming and they will relax their brains. Relaxation of the brain is not helping it learn. The brain should be a little bit on their toes, should be, oh, what's happening next? Should be interested, should be a little bit provoked. It shouldn't be scary and dangerous, but the brain learns way faster if we challenge it and if we give it a bit of a sparkle. But again, you know, some people listening may actually say as well, well, you know, people want to know when we're going to start and finish and people need to know the structure of the training. Human beings that are in our training sessions are adults. They know that there will be breaks. 
they know that they will receive a lunch. Yes. If somebody has a real question about it because they are, you know, on a specific diet or they need some food around certain times or they, you know, need to use the bathroom more frequently, they will come up to you and ask it. They know about training. They know this. You don't have to explain the whole program. Just think, start. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head, actually. You know, when was the last time you went to a training and you didn't have a break? Yes. Or you didn't get coffee or you didn't know where the toilets were. Yeah. You just go and find yeah, out, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And of course, you need to, for safety and precautions, you need to sort of warn people in advance, like if something happens in this building, we yes. need to go there. Yes. That's fine. But then make a clean break and start your training in a different way. Yeah. But do not start by writing down or presenting on the screen your program so that everybody can go, oh, I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need and to listen. Though. Yes. Mm. Don't do it. And don't start with introductory rounds. Yeah. Start with something that immediately draws the attention of people and I remember being in uh, Brazil in Sao Paulo working with a lovely lot of people and we were doing trainer trainer and all of them had prepared a bit like a mini training and all of them started in the same way so let me tell you about this model yep. so now let's go into the next bit oh I want to share with you some nice research yeah. or something like that so there was this introductory sentence and and suddenly I thought but I, you know I stopped in I said time out what's happening why are we doing this this way and basically everybody said I've paid so much attention to the real content that I didn't pay attention to the opening yeah, there you go and then somebody said, it was so funny, she said, well, when we were at school, when we had to change subjects, that was determined by the bell of the school. Yes. So the school bell just goes, bing, 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 bing yeah. whatever way it sounds with you. And then you're, all right, let's stop mathematics. Let's go into herbology, if you're at Hogwarts, yes. or uh, let's go into languages or something. So there was never a something that got you excited for the next bit. It was more the bell goes goes all right let's grab my books and move to the next one yeah so we've been programmed not to be excited about the next bit but just to move towards it so many trainers never considered this so that's when they said what should we do and I just came up with a name I just said something and they made it into a name and I said before you do anything you have to make them hungry oh nice and then the next day I was there and they said oh what's your make them hungry how do you make them hungry? And it became a thing. Yeah. So I would proudly present, thanks to Brazil and Sao Paulo, make them hungries. And it, so it resonated so much. And the language is really simple, right? Make yeah. them hungry means I'm hung. I need something. I want something. Yes. What's next? Yes. So it, it captured everything you wanted them to do. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. make them hungry, everyone. Make them hungries. So uh, on the website, you will find lots and lots of make them hungries. There are so many. It's so easy to do. Yeah. Just pay a little bit of attention to your transitions and your openings. Uh, but let's first go into those three reasons you said yes. why we would want to yes. make them hungry. Reason number one, please. Genre. So we know from all the science that has gone into th something that if somebody is leaning forward and eager and curious to learn, we know that it's then very easy for them to absorb new information and the retention will be way longer. Yeah, Jana, when you say yeah. lean forward, this is a physical, you can see them moving forward, yes, right? Yes, you can actually see whether they are sitting in their chair yeah. going, right, bring it on, yeah, or <laughs> leaning backward, yes. or when they are going, ooh, I don't know what you've got. And the same goes for your neurons. Yes. Your neurons can be in a state of... All right, if it's interesting, I'll wake up. Or they can be, 
I don't know what's coming, yeah. but bring it on. Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. So have their neurons fire before you bring that thing that you've spent so much time on, that value that you want to give them. Have them lean forward instead of you p- trying to push it into their brain. So make them curious. That's that, the first one. And it is important to clarify. The reason I said that is because sometimes you think you've got their attention. You think you've got that. But actually look out for the signs of people yes. moving and what they're doing and engaging with you. Yes. Because otherwise you're just assuming that they're all listening. And yeah. actually this physical... It's such a big thing. A lot of trainers don't do it. No. They kind of completely miss yeah. that. Yeah. You just look around. Well, the eyeballs, it's almost like this. Well, the eyeballs are not not on me, so I have the attention. They're yes. not talking to each other. They're not on their phone, so Correct. I probably have attention. No, no, no. We no. want to set a whole new bar. We want people to go, what's coming? What's coming? Bring it. Yes. Bring it. That's the excitement you want to see in the, in the room. Great. Reason number two. Reason number two to use Make Them Hungries is it enhances the learning experience. And I think many of us talk about the learner's experience all the time. It's a super important thing, especially online, because there the learning experience can still be very horrible. However, if you open a training with the program and an introduction round, it will be horrible as well. (laughs) So... What we know is if I'm leaning forward and I want to learn and I'm curious for, I don't know what she's going to say next, but this, I want this, then my experience of it is also more fun because now you're not pushing something towards me and I can see you work really hard for me to get it. I'm going to do the work and I'm going to grab the knowledge or the information or the value and put it in my own brain. So I'll be more of an owner and it will feel much nicer. So it's also out of respect for your learners and their experience that you should do this. And we talk a lot about learners experience, but we don't actually stop to go, if this was presented to me in the format that it's in, am I going to be engaged? Yes. So I think that's the piece again. It's a, it's real big self-reflection on this. Absolutely. Bit. You, you have to stop and go, my goodness, if someone said that to me, am I going to lean forward? Yes. If someone said that to me, am I still going to be engaged? Am yes. I still hungry? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what we do, which I understand completely, I also have some theories or slides or things that I like to show that I'm super passionate about. <laughs> but I already know that I'm passionate about them. So I'm just going to be fired up to show them. But me being fired up doesn't mean that I fired them up. It helps a little bit when the trainer shows some enthusiasm, but it's not the reason for them to lean forward. So always indeed, just as you said, ask yourself, how do I get them to feel the pre-excitement before I deliver? That's why I came up with the food bit. It's almost like you can say, would you like a sandwich or here is the sandwich? But you can also say something that has the sandwich already grow into your brain. Like, oh, I don't know how it's going to look, but mm, I want it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Reason number three number three neurologically if you study the brain and if you put you know you actually measure what's happening in the brain you can actually see that the brain creates more connections which is the neurological way of learning yeah when people want what's coming okay so they've actually done studies where people said i want to go to this training or i want to learn this that where they had people choose what they wanted to learn or where the company said you need to learn this and neurologically we see more connections being made if people want to learn something mm-hmm. so the first thing any self-respecting professional lnd person should do is have people want what you got mm-hmm. instead of you pushing 
that thing to you. And sometimes mm. when they come to your training, they may not know what they're coming for, right? Exactly. There's a whole thing about I'm here. But the moment you open yes. and you make it, it's not boring. You grab their attention. Yes. You make them hungry. Well, then you've, you've got it. They're going to lean in and they're going to do exactly as yes. you said. They're going to go, I'm, I'm now here. I'm engaged. Yeah. I want and this. Exactly. And our delegates may have chosen to be there yes. three weeks ago, but they're not going to walk in, at least most of them, like super hungry. They're going to walk in going, okay, who am I here with? Yes. Is there going to be enough light in there? Where's my seating? Oh my God, is there just chairs? Oh, do I have a table? They're going to be focused on that, mm. not on give it to me now. Mm. There's a lot for them to deal with. And we've all been there, oh. even as delegates ourselves. So those are fantastic reasons. So actually there's five ways or how we deal with this whole thing. Yes. So let's go through those. Yeah. So the thing you, you cannot do anymore is use a transition going from, well, that was part A. Now let's move to part B. <laughs> Think of the school bell. It's not helping. It doesn't work. It's boring. It's illegal after listening to this podcast. So unfortunately, you're listening. So you're now obliged to do something about this. Yeah. I love that there may still be people who do that. I think I, I might have done it at some point in my career. have gone from one to two yeah. to three. Yeah. Right. Stop yeah. that. Yeah. Especially... I saw, I also, you know, let's have some compassion for ourselves and yes. our brothers and sisters in L&D. Sometimes what you're going to explain is so difficult and you're still trying to grasp yeah. it. So there's so much focus on there that mm. you forget to make them hungry. But yep. let's not do that. You know, super simple, easy ways to more difficult ways. The one that is the easiest mm. is to just make sure you have a title that grips people's attention. Okay. So instead of saying, now let's move to the model of perfect leadership or servant leadership or selling the way you should sell yeah create a, a title that you know grabs their attention yeah makes them go what? What? what's happening now yeah. i need to know this so it could be something prickling something uh, maybe a little bit controversial but make sure that you start with a title that grabs our attention. You and this is about waking the brain up, right? Indeed. Right. So you can still almost say, now let's move into, but then the part that comes after that should be interesting. Yeah. So it could be something like never making the worst mistake salespeople make in their life again. Yeah. Ooh. So, if, oh, 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 oh. Uh, the top three things that best people in sales do. Yeah. So, just create a title that sells. This is the, you know, the lowest bar yeah. that you should at least do. <laughs> minimum. Minimum. Instead of saying the model or the exercise, say something that triggers them to go, ooh, hang on, what's coming? Yeah. It makes a difference, I think, because I, I know I've been in um, training before where we have just transitioned. And there is a point where I just kind of start thinking, actually, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Or what yeah. am I going to do? And I think or you you're get right. a text message yeah. in the break and, or you see an email coming in from yeah. a client yeah. and, you, and you're distracted. But Jean, I don't think you have to be, you don't have to be super clever with the titles no. like you've just done. You've said, you know, here are the three, we're going to go through the three top tips. As soon as you get that kind of, oh, Ooh. hang on, Ooh. this is about me and this yeah. is what I'm going to learn. Yeah. Then you go into, now we're going to use the model. Mm. That makes it the transition so much more Yes. As opposed to kind of, yeah. So uh, number two, number two, you can start in a setting that they all know, yeah. and ask a question about it. Sure. So let's say I'm doing a sales training, and I say, okay, 
I've come to the end of my sales pitch. I'm looking around the room. I can see everybody's excited. And then somebody asks that question that I don't want them to ask at this moment. And then I'm asking them, what is that question? Yeah. They're now all, ooh, number one, she knows that we are in sales situations. Yeah. She knows how you feel at the end of a pitch. She knows that there are questions you want and you don't want. And their brain is immediately in their job. They're interested. They're like, oh, I think I know the question <laughs> there may, may be even some competition of no I, my question is better but they're immediately in their work environment and they're over there yes. so it could also be you're training people in food and beverage you tell them okay you've just seated a table of six and you look up and there's a table of eight there's eight people standing there and they are moving Wait, towards yeah. you and they're waiting to be seated as well so you realize there's a six and there's an eight that's a whole lot. They're going to be ordering simultaneously. Oh my God, my evening is going to be... Ah! Yeah, yeah. How do you deal with that? Could be a question. So they know, okay, they're at work. It's relevant for them. Yeah. They want to know this. Uh, and they also want to know how to deal with that. Do you have any tips for that? So they immediately become interested. But they also share their experience of, that happened to me. Yes. That happened to me. I can tell you what I yeah. did. And then if you look around, you see people go, I roll. Yeah, that sometimes happens. Yes. And they will know... You have done your homework. Yeah. They know that what is coming is relevant yeah. because what we should remember going back to school again is that very often most of the subjects were not made relevant for us. Yeah. Many times the geography teacher just went, okay, we're on to Iceland. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, uh, let's do the capital. Let's do the rocks. Yeah. Uh, they might have been passionate about, oh, there are some hot, you know, the water there is yeah, very the hot. And st- and yeah. yeah. Or there's actually a volcano. They might be interested themselves about that, but they wouldn't go, all right, everybody go home, ask your best friends and your mother and father or your caretakers. If you were ever to go to Iceland, what would you want to know? Or, you know, maybe even before that going, all right, Scandinavia, it's these countries, which of them have everybody vote? Which of them would you most want to visit? So that your brain goes on fire. You're creating a different way of learning here. You're not just kind of telling as well. You're getting people. Yeah. this goes all back to that whole piece about you saying get people engaged yes. and get them connecting yes and it isn't boring doing it this way just listening to you telling me about Iceland yeah. versus me going I'm going to find out as much as I can absolutely so number three number three what you can do is have some bragging sentences <laughs> to introduce a topic yeah so it could be something like i think you see it very often on tiktok also the three richest millionaires all do this could be a sentence like that or it could be a fact if we stack all the complaints we get each year in our department on top of each other printed on paper we would have a stack as high as the eiffel tower okay what does that do it's like ooh, there are many they see the Eiffel Tower, they see the stack of papers, they go, oh God, those complaints, we hate them. <laughs> and there are so many. And then if they have seen that picture, they're going to go, yeah, that's horrible. Mm. And then you're going to go, okay, let's start diminishing that. Let's go for half an Eiffel Tower yeah. or something. Yeah. But use some fact, uh, something to engage them. I was recently, I gave a speech for a supermarket, a very mm. big supermarket, lots of people in the room. And I had talked to the head of sales and I had found out that in the amount of people having Christmas dinner in my country and the 
amount of people using some products that these people physically had touched, yeah. had had in their hands, Ooh. being used during Christmas dinner. So I could actually say there's 5,620, I don't know the exact yeah. number, 5,625,340 families eating at Christmas something that you have touched. How wonderful is that? And, and they all went... Whoa, that's kind of, oh. And now whatever I'm bringing next will have their attention because I'm not opening with, hi, I'm here to talk to you about how we can make even more of a difference in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I love those kind of facts. And I love things like how many oranges do you use to serve a breakfast buffet? You know, people think that they're silly, but actually those people, you kind of go, how many oranges are there? And if somebody then says, oh, your stupid job in the restaurant or in the supermarket, oh. you can actually go, wait, more than 5 million people eat my Christmas dinner. Yeah, correct. You know? yeah. So give them some facts, tease them, create some curiosity about some facts that you have found out about yeah. their job or about their company that actually le- has them lean forward. I have got a question around that, Jana. Yeah. So, you know, when you're saying bragging rights, but is it also, you know, giving them something negative as well? Does that e- does that kind of equally get that attention or is that less? Well, the, the possibility, uh, one of the, the other tips is about something negative. The possibility of resolving something negative yeah. is also creates the brain to lean forward. Because right. yeah. if, if I see the amount of complaints and yeah. if I th- visualize those next to the Eiffel Tower, yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm interested. So you get, <sighs> how do we resolve that? Got so it. people will move more or our tendency to avoid pain yeah. uh, and to get a move on and try yeah. to learn to avoid pain is, is way higher than to receive pleasure. Yeah. Even though, you know, you'd think... Receiving pleasure is something that motivates us. Uh, avoiding pain motiv- motivates us much more. Yeah, I just think because listeners may go, actually, we've got lots of negative stuff we can do to get people's attention, but it's not about that. No. It's about creating this engagement. You want them to be hungry, not just yes. get slammed. No. You're not going to make me hungry yeah. by telling me how many complaints I haven't dealt with. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Yes. So number four. Number four, just start with a movie. Just start mm. with some, or music, or a dance, or something that they do not expect. That has them go, what's happening? This normally never happens. Because trust me, they come into the training session expecting what they have experienced before, which is the trainer walks up, takes a moment to introduce themselves, goes through the program, asks them to introduce themselves, and they know by 11, I will wake my brain up because then it might get interesting. So just start with the movie. Stop the movie halfway and say, say, what would you do next? Or what do you think is going to happen here? Or what's the main purpose? purpose of this movie start with a poem start with something that has them go hang on this is not normal yes so here you're not even starting in something relevant for them but you're starting in something that is not normal which will go all right this is awkward this is a little bit strange sure you're almost like deregulating the normalcy of normal trainings that has them go hang on do you know, and Jana, we've done this. We've yes, done the movie. you and I, yeah. You and I have done this movie piece. Yes. And the initial kind of gut-wrenching feeling that I got was like, <gasps> this isn't going to work. And no. people were like, because people were kind of doing this, yeah. made me as a trainer go, oh no, we've got this wrong. Yes. I remember this yeah. really vividly. But then I realized that actually as it went along and, you know, when the lights came back up, we really had people's attention. Yes. They were like, what? Oh. What is this? Yes. So I think, you know, listeners, if, you, if you're hearing this, don't be afraid to try this. Mm. Because it feels like you, you kind of want to go back to the norm. Don't do that. No. It's so boring. No, yeah. And actually, like you say, quizzes, questions, poems, yeah. quotes, whatever. Start with something like that. Love yes. it. Yeah. Yes. And then the, the final tip. Um, 
the one that I love the most. Do you? Yes. Okay. This is my absolute favorite one is you just go up, you say, all right, there's now two teams. You're going to battle each other. You're going to be team A. You're going to be team one. So make sure they're both number one, A and one. Don't go one and two because, yes. you know, you'll feel, oh, second. One and A. And then choose something really clever and make sure that the thing that they're going to think about or talk about is super relevant for yeah. them. Okay. So... For example, if you're doing a time management training, what are the five biggest mistakes people make around time management? Oh, so get them to do it. Yes. Boof. And get them to work in their groups. Get them to think about the topic. Get them to make a top five and then have them bid on, okay, we think this is number two. Yeah. We think this is number one. So what happens now is they're in a fun you know, discussion with each other. Yeah. There is a bit of time pressure. They're also already engaging into what you want them to engage in while they have a feeling of being in a quiz. Yes. So you're basically doing a Trojan horse where they, they the, the horse just enters their brain yeah. and after the, the, the quiz and you've you know given them the prizes they will discover oh my gosh that was fun but also yeah these are five things that really happened to me I love that I love that you called it the Trojan horse because that's yeah. what happens all of a sudden they're like oh my god and then it all connects yes. for them yes it all comes together yeah and they have the feeling of celebrating having fun trying to beat the other team but at the same time they're really engaging in the topic you want yeah. them to engage in now don't do somebody stole this from me or the idea I love stealing but do it right they they did this about something that had no relevance for the people so they had oh. a lot of fun doing the quiz but then they when they sat down the trainer was like all right now I want to talk to you about productivity <laughs> and you know and the thing fell flat on his face so yeah. make sure you have them engage in something and preferably something that goes wrong yeah. or something that you know competitors are doing better make them engage into something but just you know just go up and go hi everybody my name is Shana and you are now in a quiz I'm going to separate the group here mm. that's really how fast you can do it yeah you might have people that you know blink their eyes a little bit and go what 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 just happened yeah. really really I mean I'm standing up and going into a quiz yeah but you'll see it works it's so respectful to do it and I think you know I'm gonna kind of go on that point again it is about making sure it connects because sometimes you get caught up in having fun yes and having all this energy, but then you're absolutely right. That that transition then becomes so awkward. Yes. Because everyone's energy goes from being up there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes. Yeah. And then you have to come with your serious. Yeah. Now we're going to do introductions. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, get them also for your serious uh, subject. So the, the mastery of the whole thing is when you are capable of doing it, that on something super relevant yeah. for them, the negative of super relevant, but also create a quiz. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So to wrap this up, we explained three reasons why yes. not to have no more boring openings and transitions and yes. also five ways of actually how to do it yes. and please go onto the um, website go to brain snacks and download this yeah. information yeah until next time this is uh, ravi and jana and we are signing off i'm hungry though <laughs> no more boring learning this was the brain bakery podcast want to know more follow us on our socials